you've been left behind. Let's get into it this week on Dropping Sunday. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to Dropping Sunday. I'm one of your hosts, Seth. And I am your other host, Andrea. If this is your first time around here, left behind. (laughs) (laughs) That was a mistake. Uh, Dropping Sunday. That's what we're doing. Yeah, that's the name of this show. Wow. Yeah. Dropping Sunday is a semi-reverent look at Christian pop culture. Just a couple of notes. We're not here to tick you off. We're also not here to get you saved. Although today we might be here to get you saved. Yeah. No. Not on this show. (laughs) Either of those things could happen. And if they do, we definitely want to know. Yes, this is a podcast by Christians for Christians, but you definitely don't need to believe to belong. You can join the conversation at all the things at Dropping Sunday. Hey, Andrea, how's your heart? It's fantastic. Is it really? Yeah, it's good. (laughs) I love how you, like, I. whenever I lean in with one question, it always changes. You're like, it's all right. Really? No, it's great. Like, it's just something, it's always something a little bit different. I don't know. I try to, I try to, like, catch you off guard, but I never do with that question. Oh, because I'm always just expecting, You're just expecting, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and most of the time, it's just, I mean, my heart's great. Yeah. Fine. There's just not any, like... Anything new? No, nothing to new. Share. Nothing exciting. Yeah, nothing like nothing that. Super exciting. Yeah. But how about you? No, it's great. How's your heart? I mean, it, it's great. I'm in. Uh, I'm in my hundred days of gratitude. Uh, yes. My my, my mm-hmm. gratitude. My summer of gratitude. I do it every year. Um, also known as the the humble brag summer. Apparently, people think that. Uh, I think that's just a, a series of humble brags, which is fine. It's, that's fine. <laughs> I feel like these people need to be more grateful for things in their lives. Like, uh, if y'all are just jealous, then I just need you to look around and figure out what you're thankful for. I mean, you got another like 80 days of this. So just hold on because there's going to be a bunch. Listen, and by day like 94. Yeah. You're like, I'm thankful that I have a wall. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. It's like <laughs> these socks are pretty good. They're nice. They're okay, I guess. I mean, listen, this morning I was grateful for a cup of coffee. Now, oh, um, yeah. just because that's... Sometimes you you need a cup of coffee. Um, it's been yeah. it's been a long weekend. Last weekend it's been a long week this week. So, you know, sometimes you just need all of that. Sometimes you do. Um, one of the things that made this week super long was the fact that you made me watch two of these <laughs> terrible re- Revelation movies. Uh, w- wait, wait, I mm-hmm. I made you. Yeah, you know, uh, when I retell this story, I don't let the facts get in the way. I just. Uh, <laughs> Um, I am pretty positive that this might have been my bad idea. Guys. This might have been your idea. This is my Revelation bad idea. Road was my idea. Yeah, 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 I will yeah. own that. Well, we were like, uh, I was like, OK, <laughs> you know, I don't know if anybody realizes, but we've got to come up with content for this show at some point. And sometimes it's hard. Yeah, because not every I mean, listen, there's not always pastors having affairs every week. Um, or at well, least first we're not all, hearing about all, it. First of all, yes, there are. <laughs> but we don't know about all these pastors having an affair every week. Um, and so uh, so sometimes it's a little bit. Bieber yeah. only puts an album out every so often. Every so often. Uh, and so I was like, you said, hey, we haven't had a cage match in a while. Yeah. I was like, you know, last one I think we had was uh, what, what was it? Um uh, my, Michael Libby Smith and Stevie Grace Chapman, yeah. maybe like it yeah, was a while Smitty ago. Yeah, and Stevie and, and uh and so that was over a year ago. Like, mm-hmm. what what could we do? Is it, we could just kind of continue on with the whole, um, the whole theme and put left yeah. behind movies against each other. Yes, because I didn't know this until recently. 
Mm-hmm. Left Behind got remade into a movie with Nick Cage. Yes. Yes, it did. And we're going to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Because we watched them. Yes. We watched both the original mm-hmm. one with Kirk Cameron as well as the second one with Nick Cage. Yeah. Um, Pray for our sanity. Okay. Because- <laughs> It's bad. Well, listen, before we get into that, okay. you mentioned this mor- you mentioned that this morning you were thankful for co- for coffee. Correct. Well, I found an article this week. Okay. That the title of it, I found this on Relevant Magazine, says what your coffee says about your theology. Okay. I First of all, I never like these things, I know. right? I know. Yeah. Um, it's very tongue in cheek. It's not like this guys this isn't actually, some of this is actually very true. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I read through it and I was like, yeah, that's, that's true. This, mm, but they're mostly having fun, but it, we're both coffee drinkers. We are both coffee drinkers. Yes. I drink a lot of coffee. I don't, yes. I don't know how much you drink. I, uh, my fair share. Your yeah. fair share. Cause yeah. as I say, I've, I've come over to record more than one occasion and you were making a, 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 some coffee, yeah. a cup of coffee. So I just thought this might be fun to go through. Okay. Let's Are you ready? No, okay. I'm not ready. I'm not ready for this. Let's do it. You're, you're not ready. Okay. No. It says, if there's one thing that Christians enjoy more than debating the nuances of theology, it's sitting down for a rich caffeinated beverage. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That's the truth. So here we go. Here's yeah. our guide. Let's do it. Uh, French press. Do you drink French press coffee? I, I do not drink a French press coffee. No. No. Me either. It says this individual insists that their new trendy way to make individual cups of coffee is so much better than what everyone else is currently doing, even though the French press is actually very old. Yes. Difficult to master traditional method of coffee preparation. In other words... Hold on, hold on. Uh-huh. Do I get to guess what these theology like standpoints are? If, yeah, if you want okay, to. Okay, so yeah. it's uh, <clears throat> supposedly new and trendy, uh-huh. but not really. Not it's, really. It's pretty old. Um, an- Anglican. Very nicely done. So it says, in Am other words, <laughs> expect the French press user to have just embraced the liturgical calendar. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Singing hymns and reading Kierkegaard as if they all just became things. Yes. Cool Christians are to do now. Okay. I, first of all, I'm pretty excited about this. I want to hear the coffee. <laughs> The description, and then I will do my best to, to dive in here. Okay. Okay. So the next one is the K-Cup Cappuccinos. K-Cup Cappuccino. Yes. Mm, okay. So have you ever had a K-Cup Cappuccino? No. I, I mean, I've got a drawer full of K-Cups. That's yeah. what I typically do, but not the Cappuccino. Not the Cappuccino. Okay. So let me, let me say this first. It's not necessarily a specific ideology, like okay. a specific named. Okay. So... Yeah. Okay. So don't name. Don't, yeah. Don't go Anglican. I gotta go. Yeah. Right. But kind of in that genre. I got you. I got yeah. you. Okay. okay. Here we so go. So this says uh, the perfect beverage for the person that has little time for anything other than a tiny pod of sugary superheated caffeine. Okay. These are Joel Osteen Church people. How am I doing? They, all these people have inspiration cubes. It says a six-point acronym-based sermon on claiming your territory. <laughs> okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. There's doubt, a lot of Jabez prayers yep. in that one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Got it. Okay. Uh, mocha frappuccino with extra whip. Oh, okay. Okay. It says this person enjoys indulging in the finer things in life with no apologies. Clearly a... Oh, uh, prosperity doctrine? Yes! Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, my gosh. 
I'm doing great, guys. I prom. I swear. Get. I'm put. I'm. I could put my hand on a Bible. I have not looked at this. Yeah, I did not send this to him. No, at all. So, okay. Um, okay. The person who drinks decaf. I have no description for you. There's one word. Baptist. <laughs> Close. Heretic. Heretic. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I was being silly. You fired shots. Okay. Listen, the SBC is in the middle of their SBC, their yes. convention this week. So we should have things to talk about next week. Yes. Um, some organic, locally sourced, weird cold brew thing that actually tastes terrible. Um, these are the crunchy charismatics. Yes. This individual probably has a beard, wears a pork pie hat, and of course, writes some really stirring nine-minute ballads for the praise band. Yeah, yeah. Uh, these people, uh, they have the trendy boots, tight yes. jeans, yes. the the long t-shirts that swoop in the front all the way down to the knees, <laughs> and that swoop is matched at the top, so you see all the chest hair as well. Uh. Gross. None and of a these, hat. None, yeah, none and none of these cats don't have tattoos. Oh no, they've got multiple yeah, tattoos. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the French vanilla latte. Okay. All right. Look, we all know that there's nothing actually from France or yeah. any real vanilla in this latte syrup. Uh, clearly, the French vanilla latte drinker is susceptible to. Oh, I don't know this one. To counterfeit theology. Counterfeit theology. Very likely, <laughs> also a heretic. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Uh, regular coffee from one of those big steel cylinder things. Oh my goodness, these are biker churches. Can I just jump <laughs> right in? It says anyone who enjoys drinking coffee from one of those big steel coffee cylinders and helping themselves to a few free pastries is likely a serial church hopper whose Sunday mornings are primarily based on taking advantage of welcome areas set aside oh, for first time visitors. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the pumpkin spice latte, we're almost done. PSL. Okay. Is there a description for it, or do I just have to guess just on this? Uh, no, there's a description. Okay. Someone who enjoys constantly changing seasonal drink menus likely finds themselves, here we go, embracing whatever the latest church trend is. Yeah, yeah. With no real theological grounding. Yeah, there's a lot of oily people that are involved in this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. MLMs. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Selling yeah. whatever is oh, for sure. right there. For sure, yeah. for sure, yeah. Um, iced... <laughs> Iced black coffee. They have obviously accepted the cold, dark truth of... Calvinism? Yes! <laughs> I knew you'd get that one. Okay. Okay, this is the best episode ever. I love this. Okay. Oh, man. Um, espresso. The espresso drinker likely also takes part in strong, powerful, small doses of confrontational... Evangel yes. uh, evangelism. <laughs> Confrontational street evangelism. Okay, I love it. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, soy macchiato. Oh, okay. This is the last one. Intolerant yeah. of weak sermon illustrations, flowery contemporary worship songs, feel-good self-help teachings, and, of course, lactose. <laughs> uh, yeah, no milk. It's all meat. This has got to be fundamentalists. <laughs> <laughs> got to be. Is that right? <laughs> well, it doesn't actually say this, but I'm agreeing with okay. you because, yes. Yeah. That's it's yeah, gotta be. Yeah. Okay. So um, I actually, uh, I'll go with a with a French vanilla latte. Mm -hmm. um, so I, now I feel bad about myself theologically. <laughs> that's a lot of fun. Well, but that's not all you drink. No, that's true. Yeah. 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 I mean, so I, I drink a latte. I usually drink a Breve latte because okay. I like the half and half. Not that anyone's asking, but if you want to bring me some, here's, wow. here's my typical order. Okay. Um, it's a tall, extra hot Breve latte with one pump of vanilla. Okay. Yeah. 
That's real specific. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll drink a, I'll drink whatever. Like mm-hmm. my, I started drinking coffee in college at a Denny. So for me, like yeah. nasty diner coffee, that's my jam. Mm. Like that with a, with, with cream and like sweet and low. Yeah. Yeah. That is, I'm like, yeah, why not? Perfect. Um, I remember being, I, I used to drink a lot of coffee. I'm in sales. I drink a lot of coffee. Mm-hmm. I was up to about seven to eight cups a day. Oh my gosh. And so I went cold Turkey on a Thursday and by Saturday mid morning, Julie said, I don't care where you go. It just won't be here. <laughs> uh, she kicked me out of the house cause I, I was detoxing and yes. I was a bit of a jerk. Um, <laughs> it's the only time in my life I've ever been a bit of a jerk. It's kind of amazing. That's and it. so the only time. The one time. And, uh, so I was able to detox, uh, off of, uh, off of, uh, coffee and I'm going to need some coffee definitely for this conversation today. Because we're talking about left behind versus left behind. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event. All right, here we go. We have uh, Kurt Cameron versus Nick Cage. Uh, Are we going to do Cameron versus Cage? Is that how we're going to do this? I think so. I think that's the best way because they're both left behind. We got to be. We we got to figure something. They're playing the same. No, they're actually not playing the same. Playing different characters, yeah, Yeah. for sure. Um, I did not. uh, Are are we going to do the? uh, Are we going to do the the recap? I don't think we should. I think you should give us the recap of what Left Behind is because you've read all the books. (laughs) Well, listen. So there are sixteen books mm. in the left behind series somebody found a way to make money in the in just the main series there yeah. also have been spinoffs and there's been a kids version and other things there are 16 books in the main left behind series okay. that was written by tim LaHaye and something jenkins i'm sorry I can't Le- is, please tell me it's leroy jenkins <laughs> <laughs> It's Jerry Jenkins. Okay. Is that better? <laughs> no, I like Leroy Jenkins. Jerry B. Jenkins. Okay, got it. And Tim LaHaye. I think I got to number eight. Okay. Yeah, I read I read Left Behind. I read Tribulation Force, Nikolai, Soul Harvest, Apollyon, Assassins, The Indwelling, and The Mark. And then I went, you are just dragging this out. Yeah. <laughs> The actual tribulation <laughs> won't take this long. I mean, holy cow. Yeah. So I I stopped reading. Um, but yes, I I did read at least the first eight. Okay. The first <laughs> when you said that, like, yes, I read the first eight. Yes. <laughs> All right. So give us a rundown of like what the series is meant to be. Okay. So the series is meant to be it it. I've been thinking about this disclaimer for our listeners. Anyone who's listening, the Left Behind series, the books, Uh are not Bible. They are not the word of God. Okay? No. So if we make fun of them, and if we make fun of these movies, we are not mocking the holy word of god the holy gospel the holy gospel yeah we're not mocking that okay i just need everyone to understand that i think most of our pod get that yeah but also i just had that disclaimer running through my head while i was watching the movies and thinking of all the things i wanted to mock and yeah. make fun of yeah. and i just yeah, for sure want you to know i'm not making fun of the book of revelation i am making fun of 
these movies and or the book of Daniel or Thessalonians <clears throat> or any of the other ones, any that, of the other ones that were pulling from erroneously to try to put together a, a, a yes. storyline. Okay. Yes. So with all of that said, the last, I still don't believe in the rapture. <laughs> I know you don't. That's good. Are we going to get in that, into that today? If you want to, we sure can go ahead. Okay. So the book, the left behind series book series is these two authors taking all of those end time prophecies that yeah. are in the Bible yeah. and writing a work of fiction based on that. Yeah. Like what the world would be like, how it's all going to play out, how they, how their interpretation. Sure. This is fictional. It is meant to entertain. It is the same go. thing as redeeming love. Absolutely. It is. Here's something kind of like scripture. Mm hmm. And here's a fictional story based off of the framework of what we think yes. happened. Yeah, got it. Yes, and I've read I've read Redeeming Love a hundred times. No, okay, maybe not a hundred. Wow, times, but a couple of times. There's other books on. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Um, it's Redeeming Love is not even my favorite. We're going to get into that because they're making the a movie. movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's coming out. And we've already reviewed the the book. You can go back into the archives and, yes. and find that one. We for talked sure. about Francine Rivers. And that's not even my favorite book of hers. Okay. So I'm just throwing that out there. If yeah. you need to read the Mark of the Lion series. Okay. Go okay. ahead. Got it. Um, so the Left Behind, the movie, which is the Kirk Cameron one. Okay. Came Kirk out Cameron. in 2000. So the first book came out in 1995. Okay. Five years later, the when first you, movie came out. Absolutely. And was this uh, Kirk Cameron's kind of outing of like, hey, I do Christian entertainment now? I think it was a little bit. He had, I think, had already made made it known that he was a Christian. Yeah. And I think this was him. So I read that his wife was actually reading the novel in bed. Okay. And she looked at him and said, we need to make this movie and I want to play Hattie. Oh, is that what that is? That's his wife. Okay, hold on. I'm thinking Hot Hattie in the second movie. Who? Okay, I've, sorry. That's all right. I've got to. I've got to try to remember which one's which. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see if I can get a picture of 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 not Hot Hattie. Oh no, she's pretty hot. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, her, yeah. her name is Chelsea Noble. Okay. Um, she and Kurt Cameron have been married for a long time. They have like five or six kids. Yeah. And she. She looks a little bit like Rebecca Romaine. Yeah. Rebecca okay. Romaine Stamos. Yeah. Used to be Stamos. Yeah. Um, I used to always get them confused. Really? Okay. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait. Was she uh was she on Growing Pains? Yes. Ah, she had a she had a part it. on Growing Pains. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Okay. So anyway, so that's that's how that happened. They okay. she was reading the book and then he I think he basically Funded it or kind of got got it got going. It going. Got so it. that's part of why he got to play main character of Buck Williams and she Is, played Hattie. Okay, help me out with the books. Is <clears throat> Buck the main character? It a little bit. Ray Steele, Rayford. Yeah, Rayford. Is that it? Rayford Steele. Yeah, Rayford Steele and Buck Williams are kind of the two. Why are you laughing? Oh come on, Rayford Steele is. <laughs> But I'm taking that part out, Mark. Okay, go ahead. So let's do that. Is 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 what's his name? Buck. Buck Williams. Is Buck the the main character? 
Yes, really, Buck Williams and Rayford Steele are probably what I would say are the two main characters of of the story. You really have kind of about five that are going to be in, five or six that are going to be in like all of the whole series. Is Hattie one of them? Yes. Okay. Now, just for clarification... The only thing that you need to be the aid to a diplomat is to have been a flight attendant. Yes. Based and, on the books. And is and, it the same way in the books? I think so. Okay. It's been 20 years since I read them. Why didn't you reread them in preparation for this? Because podcast? I was watching the movies. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Um, yes. So I'm pretty sure all you need is uh, experience as a flight attendant and a really good recommendation letter from a news correspondent. Yeah. That's it. Got it. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, this this is garbage. Okay, um, so here Let's we go. Stuff up. Okay. Which movie has the best Buck Williams? Is it Kirk Cameron or is it my guy from One Tree Hill? Chad Michael Murray yeah. is his name. Uh, Kirk Cameron is a better Buck Williams. Okay. Well, let's start here. Yeah. Which movie followed the book? More closely. Okay. We'll back up and do which one followed the book. Okay. Yes. So which one followed the book? I don't know because I did not read you the books. You did not read the yeah. books. Uh, the Kirk Cameron one followed the book. Of course it did. Much better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Much better. In fact, when I was watching the Cage one, Nick Cage mm-hmm. version, I was thinking, did they even read the book? Because it was very different. Yeah. Very different storyline. Yeah. Okay. It was. It was a... Okay, so if I wanted to get approximation of the book, I should watch the Kirk Cameron movie. Absolutely. Okay. Okay, that's that's fair enough. Uh, yeah, I'm sure they had to take some creative liberties. They had to condense some timelines because again, the book series is 16 books long. Yeah. So how far into the book series does the first movie go? Well, it really only covers the first one okay. because there is a second Kirk Cameron Left Behind movie called Tribulation Force, okay. which is the second book in the series. Got it. Which I'm probably going to watch after we record. <sighs> okay. I don't I don't know why, just because it seems because like we're gluttons for punishment right thing to do. I'm not saying we have to talk about it on the show. Okay. Well, I'm not so, saying you have to watch it. I I won't. Okay, so who so we have uh, close to the book is the Kirk Cameron movie. Yes. Okay. So then who is the better Buck Williams? You think that Kirk Cameron is a better Buck Williams? I do. Okay. But I, that may be because I like Kirk Cameron better than I like Chad Michael Murray. Okay. Um, I want to say that Ch- Chad, Chad Michael McMurray. Chad Michael Murray. Mc, Mc, Chad Michael Murray. <laughs> I want to say that Chad Michael Murray to me is... Uh, <laughs> is a more intriguing person on screen. I think he's a better actor and that's saying something because he's a garbage actor. He he's is terrible. Terrible. Mm-hmm. And your other option is Kirk Cameron. I think Kirk Cameron is, is a better actor than Chad Michael Murray. Okay. Any day of the week. I feel, uh, I feel like uh, Chad Michael Murray is also um, not like force feeding baby food down my throat. Like Kirk Cameron is like, it's very much like, here's my agenda, everything. Like it's very agenda driven and understandable from, from, from that Nick, the Nick cage movie is more of an actual film as opposed to a Christian movie. 
This is yes, you you are correct. So for me, it's a more enjoyable watch. We haven't got to that part yet, but I mean, it, it was a more enjoyable watch mm-hmm. just because it was a better film in general. Yes, but for me, there was something about the Kirk Cameron one, and it's probably a combination of nostalgia and like nostalgia for the movie because I did see the movie when it came out, yeah. and nostalgia for the book okay that that made me enjoy that one more because okay. it i remembered it like you know it was coming to me in the nick cage one just felt like it was brand like brand new yeah yeah the first act of the kurt cameron movie is the whole nicholas cage movie yes yeah so i mean it it really focuses on one part of the story mm-hmm. landing the airplane that's that's it that is it it is it's it, Nick Cage Con Air. It's it's a Christian Con Air. Yes, it's exactly what, what it I kept is. wanting to be like, put the Bible back in the box. <laughs> <laughs> kept wanting it to happen, but it never happened. Uh, I really, really wanted it to happen. Or I'm tired of all these mother effing saints <laughs> on this mother effing plane. Something like it was just specific. Like it was very much an airplane movie, mm-hmm. you know, like I'm like. Like Jesus shows up like Harrison Ford, get off my plane. And that's when the rapture happens. And then yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, everybody turns into little balls. Oh, wait, no, nope, sorry. Wrong that's movie, Revelation. Wrong movie. Okay. So we're going to say that Kirk Cameron is a better Buck Williams. Is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Who is a better Rayford Steele? <laughs> Can't even say it. Rayford. Rayford. Okay. So Ray here, Steel. Ray Steele is played by Nick Cage. Yeah, in, in the Nick Cage In the film. Nick Cage yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. It's played by a guy named Brad Johnson uh-huh. in the Kurt Cameron one. I, I don't think I know who Brad Johnson is. It, I don't think you need to know. I don't think. I'm that... just saying from these movies yeah. and from the book, what are we looking at? Who's who's the better race deal? Listen, Kurt Cameron version is going to win every time. Really? I It just is. It was more enjoyable for me. Um. I thought the Nick Cage one was stupid. Okay. You were talking about Academy Award winner, Nicolas Cage. I know. The only movie I like Nicolas Cage in is National Treasure. Okay. (laughs) Racing Arizona. (laughs) No. National Treasure. I mean, Con Air's a good one. It's a good one. It's pretty good. Okay. So I want to say that like... um, I was done with the Ray Steele character in the Nick Cage movie right away. I, like right away. Right away. I, I was like, you're not believable from from the beginning. I just I just don't like you. Um, so 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 there's so there's that. I wrote down uh, a note on when I was watching the first movie. Mm-hmm. I was like, here's here's an here's one. Who's the better Nikolai Carpathia? Mm. Uh, we do we see Nikolai Carpathia? No, that's how far off this movie goes. The second movie, this Nick Cage film, it is crazy. Now, for me, again, mm-hmm. it's a more enjoyable watch. The movie is better. Okay, yeah. like the movie itself as a film is better. It has better actors. Uh, it's a better storyline. Mm-hmm. It's more succinct. It's got some other things that we can talk about, but it's not the Left Behind book. It's not. It borrows those characters and creates its own thing. Although I will say I read some trivia and the authors, Tim LaHaye and Jerry B. Jenkins, 
were given advanced screening. Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> yes, Leroy Jenkins. We're given advanced screening of a rough cut of the Nick, uh, Nicolas Cage version. Yeah. In January of 2014. And afterwards, LaHaye was quoted as saying, it is the best movie I have ever seen on The Rapture. Yeah, that's Jenkins wrong. is quoted, I believe it does justice to the novel and will renew interest in the entire series. I don't think he should be a gambler. Yeah, no, not at all. You don't know Leroy Jenkins. Well, it's a lot better than we usually do. Uh, all right, thumbs up. Ready, guys? Let's or- do this. Leroy Jenkins! Oh, my God, he just ran in. Save him. Oh, Come back, I need beer. I can't can. Well, that's a lot better than we usually do. Uh, All right, thumbs up. Ready, guys? Let's or... do this. Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> oh my God, he just ran in. Yeah, so we're gonna we're that that's <laughs> this author's Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> Have you never seen this before? No. Okay, yeah, no, that's, that's <laughs> you just thought I was making up the name Leroy. Okay, thought you liked. Like the way it's said, I thought it was somebody you grew up with. Yeah. Okay. I don't think that uh, I don't think that Jenkins should be a betting man uh, as no. uh, uh, either. Okay. Um, all right. Here, here's a couple. Here, here's a couple questions. Which movie has the better the better uh, visual effects? Well, the Nick Cage one had probably had a higher budget, and therefore had better. I'm going to point out that it's the very first thing that I wrote down. Like it's literal. Microsoft Word jets flying over like Kirk Cameron's is like it's bad. It's real bad. The beginning of the Left Behind movie, uh the Kirk the, the Kirk Cameron one, it's real bad. It's it's not that bad. Okay. I don't think that we're gonna have a a a, a clear I feel like there's a bias here. That's what I'm saying. There is. All right, that's cool. Um all right, which one has better sound effects? Um, neither one of them have as good as sound effects as Revelation Road. That's that's fair. That's fair. My, I think that the Pink. sound. Effect, yeah. Pink. Sorry. There it is. Um, I I think that the sound effects and the Kirk Cameron movie are more enjoyable because it 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 literally is um, things from my soundboard. I keep. Uh, I mean, I three times I heard. Yes, I did. It's bad. I wrote it down. <laughs> Twinkling and uh, and Kurt Cameron like oh, Christmas man. movie. Like every time something would happen, it would be like. If you're not paying attention, pay attention because something's happening yeah. on the screen. Yeah. Um, the the sound design in the Kurt Cameron movie was was really weird anyway, um, which leads me to the big reveal. Who had the better rapture? Well. The the Nick Cage one is the only one that it is the one that show, actually showed the rapture happening during the day. Yeah, we didn't see anything on the Kurt Cameron one. Yeah, the Kurt Cameron one. The reveal is my husband's walking around naked. Yeah. <laughs> hey, and where's my baby? Well, no, that wasn't the reveal. The reveal was, can you go look? And Kurt Cameron opens the door to the loo, and that's when the big. Th- Music hits. Mm. There's nobody in there. Yeah, we knew yeah. that already. Right. It's pretty lame. And then, um, like, all the babies. And for whatever reason, like, married people, like, don't share the same faith. There's a lot. Like, mm-hmm. why, my husband's gone. My wife is gone. Like, 
There's no, that couple is gone anywhere. What about the people who were sitting next to me that were married? Mm, nothing, nothing, yeah. nothing happened in either movie. In either one. Um, also, can we talk about this? Every baby. Yes. Every. It's called baby. the age of accountability. Which exists where in the Bible? It doesn't, but that's not the point. Okay. The theology okay. is the age of accountability. <laughs> but if you're a Calvinist, not every single one of the babies are going to be elected. Let's also talk about how they were very careful. They, there weren't teenagers in this movie. No. They stopped around between 10 and 12, which yeah. there's debate on what the age of accountability sure, is. Sure, sure. And so should we talk about what the age of accountability is? Uh, we can talk about this false theology. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. No, you go ahead. No. No, because no, if you don't I'm believe it, I want to know what you hear, what you think. Well, the age of accountability is uh, there is some magical age, not mystical, magical age, where all of a sudden you can go to hell now. If you die, now you can go to hell. And and yesterday you couldn't, but today you can. That there's some age. What what is that age? Well, it could be different for we don't know. Eight, twelve, forty-three, we don't know. It really doesn't like it doesn't make sense. It's not in the Bible. It's not in the Bible. At all. But apparently there's an age of accountability that cut this out if we need to should i cut it out maybe probably yeah yeah i'm kind of sounding like a, I, a little bit i don't disagree with what you're saying but okay. i do understand people listening could yeah, yeah it yeah. could be a problem so what i'm gonna do is i'm actually gonna cut out what i said but leave all of this in <laughs> <laughs> sorry guys sorry um but yeah that's that, yeah. that's essentially it, what it is i so. think it's hard. It, it's hard. I do think that there is uh, grace and mercy and there is, you have to be able to come to an understanding. Yeah. You have to be able to understand what you're doing. I was five when I got saved uh-huh. and I knew what I was doing when yeah. I prayed the sinner's prayer. Yeah. There are some five-year-olds who don't have an understanding. Yeah. And so personally, I'm not willing to say, I'm not willing to put a firm stance that if someone dies at that age, or if the rapture happens yeah. when they're that age, that they're going to be in hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or no left on the as, earth. There's no such thing as the rapture. And so, um, but like, like you're, but by the way, Calvinist, I want to challenge you on this, mm. is that uh, like you, your your theology is not every one of them kids is getting taken. That's yeah. your theology That's because because the doctrine of the elect. I'm just, just pointing out. So. Um, it's more of a leftovers situation than it is, than it is left behind. Yeah. Oh, by the way, the music from the beginning, I, I, mm-hmm. so that we don't get sued, we have to actually talk about it. It's oh. from a movie called uh, thief in the night. Yes. From the seventies. And, uh, that is a song written by Larry Norman that was also covered by DC talk later on. And kind of the, uh, th- that's where they pulled the, the title for this, um, Tim LaHaye and, uh, and Leroy Jenkins. Okay, so um, sound effects. I think we goes goes to Nick Cage, but best rapture. <clears throat> okay, so best rapture. What do you think? Well, I think it goes to Nick Cage because it it shows it, and it is a much more dramatic it reveal. Is, oh, it is challenging mm-hmm. because it's literally is it her, is her name Chloe, mm-hmm. the daughter, is is hugging her brother, R- yeah. little Ray Ray, and um, his name is also Ray, right? Uh, Ramy. Yeah, Ramy. Ray Ray. Ray Ray. So Chloe's hugging Ray Ray 
and disappears from her arms and all of a sudden she's just clutching his clothes. Yeah. It's it was real good. It it yes, it was. I yeah. have to give it to him. Yeah, I was like, oh, oh, that's good. That, that's odd. Yeah. Um I I do not appreciate uh the fact that a Cessna happened to hit just her car. You know what I'm saying? Like I understand planes uh-huh. are pro- might might fall out of the sky, but I did appreciate that the plane wasn't going nose nose down. Planes are designed to glide down, and right. so that's exactly how it would yeah. how, how it would. Planes are designed to stay in the air. Believe mm-hmm. it or not. Um, hey, real quick, did uh, was there an in air collision in the book on the airplane? I don't remember there being. Yeah, I think that was a that but was that, a Nick Cage thing. Yes, and yeah. that does bring up. Okay. A point. Okay. A note that I wrote down. Okay. Tell me if you've ever heard this. Okay. I used to hear that they would not let a Christian and a they would not let two Christians pilot and co-pilot a plane together. No, this is something. Because no, no, this is false. Because if the rapture happens, no, then it's like the plane. Where no. there's no pilot at all. No. You this, have to have a Christian and an atheist this, so that if the rapture happens, there's at least still someone to pilot the plane. Okay. I'm going to tell you where this came up with. This was <laughs> somebody in, somebody thought it was a good idea, mentioned it. Somebody goes, oh yeah, I think. And then they said, I heard somebody mention this. And then somebody goes, oh, that's what's happening. This is before the internet. And then that person came to your church in Mississippi <laughs> And now there's a, a a group of people in Mississippi that think that that's the case, and that is not the case. That is 100 percent not the case. How do you know? Because they would get American Airlines would get sued. <laughs> yeah, they right. they would get sued for re- religious whatever. Like I can't fly because we're both Christians, or I can't fly because I'm an atheist. We're both atheists. Like that's where it would be. No, two atheists can fly together. Oh yeah, sure. Because because <laughs> there's no worries about either one of them going. Yeah, that is uh, that's dumb. That's real dumb. So me, uh, I was so excited to tell you that we were one time driving and, uh, my dad was driving and I was in the passenger seat. My oldest brother was, uh, behind my dad. Middle brother was behind me and we were talking about things. And my dad said, what if the rapture happened right now while we were driving? And my brother who, my oldest brother goes, I jump up in that front seat real fast. (laughs) Was he trying to be funny or did he just not think when he said it? I think he's like, well, listen, if somebody's going out of this car, it's probably you. He's going to be dead. I know, so. I know everybody else. Um, <laughs> so he had the best rapture for sure, I think. Mm-hmm. I, I, that, that, that was a good rapture. Okay. Who had the best moment of overacting? It has to be Nick Cage. He is an overactor. Um, I, I know you're going to disagree with me, but he is an overactor. I'm not going to argue with you that Nick Cage is an overactor. Mm-hmm. Like, He's made a career on it, right? He likes to chew the scenery. I'm fine with this. But what I'm going to say is that there is a moment in the Kirk Cameron movie with the pastor that didn't believe his what he was preaching. And uh, and it's pretty, it's pretty great. Oh, God! <laughs> I am kneeling before you right now asking you God, forgive me of my sins. Oh, God! Just out of nowhere. Yeah. Fantastic. That's pretty great. That's pretty, that's pretty over the top. Yeah. You're not wrong. It was, it was, it was pretty enjoyable. Okay. Mm -hmm. Who's a better, uh, who's a better Chloe? Oh, man. Yeah. She gets on my nerves in both of them. Okay. Okay. (laughs) 
I really don't like either. You don't one. like you don't like Chloe th- as a character. I think um, the Nick Cage one, the blonde, yeah, is a little less irritating. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, either way, she turns into an action hero. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's that. That's part of it. Uh, who's the better Hattie? Uh, Chelsea Noble, uh, Kurt Cameron, Kurt Cameron version. I think she's a better Hattie. You think she's a better, uh, a better Hattie? Well, yes, because mm. she's kind of cliche in the second one. Oh yeah, she's definitely like cliche stewardess, very mm-hmm. uh, flight attendant Kelly Cuoco situation. Have you yeah, seen that that I series? Haven't. It's real good. Uh, that's what I've heard. Real good. Uh, yeah, she's definitely that. Um, Definitely the hotter of the two. If for 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 fellows that might be interested. In the second, the oh, old, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I guess. I'm not saying. I'm going to let you make yeah. that determination. Yeah. No. Why don't you rank all the hot girls? Go ahead. You do it. Um, <laughs> I think Chelsea Noble is prettier. Yeah. Than no, she's the pretty. Yeah. I mean, that's not what. I, that's not what I said. That's not what you're talking about. That's not mm-hmm. what I said. Um, I think that she is probably a more accurate Hattie because I think that she's going to be the one that transitions into. Uh, a political life as a, an ambassador. Oh no! Oh no! Her life takes a very different turn. Oh, does it really? Yes. Okay, we might have to talk offline. I don't yeah. care. Um, I know you don't. Okay, but I'm going to tell you anyway. Who has the best cameo? Oh gosh, um, the first the Kirk Cameron has the best cameo because it has Pastor TD Jake. It does has the bishop in it. <laughs> this is true. Yeah, this is this is. I was true. like when he came out. I went, oh, I forgot. <laughs> Come on, Bishop. He he recorded for those who haven't seen it. Should I tell them? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Please don't okay. watch these movies. Spoiler. Um, Bishop T D. Jakes recorded a he he's in the movie. He's uh like this like the head pastor yeah. over the one that it got left behind. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, that one. Yeah, that and uh, he recorded a video explaining what just everyone had just gone through, and he comes on the TV, and you're like. Yeah. And he's like, if you're watching this right now, it is because I am not here. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. That's Let me, awesome. I want to teach my grandkids how to shave. Oh, no, this is a different video. Okay. Different. Uh, oh, which sorry. one is this one? Oh, that actually happened. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so there's this thing called the rapture. Read Daniel. Okay. What was the most unbelievable part of these movies? After watching both films, the one thing that stood out in either film that's like, I it, I cannot suspend disbelief to ignore that. Are you looking for something specific or are you just looking for my opinion? I'm looking for your opinion. I have okay. something specific for me. Yes. Yeah. You're going to make fun of me. No, I which won't. Is, yes, you will. I've never made fun of never. you. Never. This is what basically the foundation the show is I built on. You know what? We're going to talk offline because you think that I'm mean to you because I used to be mean to you, but I swear, like, I'm nice to you. Okay. Okay. So here's the thing. Okay. Oh, no. I can't believe I'm about to say this. Yes. Yeah. But it's the truth. Okay. As a Christian. Yeah. Who has grown up in church, mm-hmm. grown up hearing the rapture hearing about end times, who believes in it. Mm-hmm. It's not one of my close-fisted things. Sure. You know, we we can discuss it. Um, For me, and I'm sure this is somewhat muddied because of the books and because I read the books as a teenager, mm-hmm. 
for me, the Kurt Cameron one, it feels plausible. I, I understand okay. that it's it's fantastical. Yeah. But you have to admit a lot of things in the Bible are fantastical. fantastical. Yeah. Yeah. But for me, the Kurt Cameron one, like when I'm watching it, I'm going, yeah, I could see it happening that this way. way. Okay. The Nick Cage one doesn't feel that way to me. Okay. Because when I watch it, I think this is just a movie. Okay. Okay. This is just a uh, this is just a script. Yeah. A screenwriter wrote this. Yeah. Who probably has never read the Bible, probably has never listened or heard anything about end times theology or end times belief. Yeah. And they're just writing a script based sure. on a very loose understanding. Okay. And that's how it comes across. Okay. So for me, the Nick Cage one, the whole movie feels implausible. Okay. And the other one doesn't. I understand that that sounds insane. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I understand. Yeah. Okay. But okay. it's just the way I feel. All right. Well, so for me, the most implausible thing in this <laughs> is that, um, it is in the Nick Cage movie. It mm-hmm. is in, is in that one. It is the fact that, uh, a pilot, <clears throat> gets out of his car and walks onto an airplane without a go bag. He doesn't have a suitcase, a briefcase. He doesn't have anything. And he's going to go over. uh, Yeah. He's going over the Atlantic to London. He's going to take a girl out on a date. He's going to take, take her to a YouTube. He never has a suitcase. He doesn't doesn't have a change of clothes. Now, maybe he knew the rapture was going to happen and he'd be able to take this, the, the naked old man's clothes and wear those. But that, that's not what he does. That was the most implausible thing that I'm watching. Like, where's your roller bag? I did wonder that too. I mean, that was the the most implausible thing. I'm fine. Listen, if the rapture happens, cool. I'm going. Mm-hmm. I don't think you have to believe in it to be taken in it. I, no. Yeah. That is not the prerequisite. Yeah. Yeah. It, <laughs> I'm taking that out. Yes. Well, first of all, I can say whatever I want because I edit these things. I've already got, I've already marked like seven different places where I've taken out inappropriate things that we've said. By we, I mean me. Thank you. I was going to say we. All right. So, okay. So what? (laughs) There you go. Now now I got, I got that one to take out too. That's fun. All right. So you, if someone could only have time to watch one movie, who's the winner? And why? It depends. Okay. So if you want to, this is my opinion. If you want a good film Mm -hmm. and you don't care what happens after that film, Mm -hmm. we have the Nick Cage film. Yeah. Okay. If you want the beginning of a big story that's going to drive you to do more research. Yeah. You have the Kirk Cameron. The Kirk Cameron one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, you've already said it several times. So. I'm just curious, which one wins the cage match? Is it Kurt Cameron or is it Nick Cage? Uh, for me, it's Kurt Cameron. Man, I was really hoping that we wouldn't have to fight about this. But of my seven things that I have, mm-hmm. Kurt Cameron movie wins four of them. So literally, by a mullet, it's Kurt Cameron. Yeah. Wow. This time it's a curly mullet. I know. I just was, I'm really surprised by this. So congratulations, Kirk Cameron left yeah. behind. I feel bad about this. Are you sure that this is that I'm on this podcast? Because I feel like 
I should have been able to push this to go a different way. I think, I think you just got steamrolled a little bit. Wow. So you're welcome, everybody. All right. Well, um, let's uh, let's hear from Nick Cage himself, shall we? Yes. Oh no! Not the beast! Not the beast! Ah! Yeah, that's that's Kirk, that's Nick Cage. Yeah, he yeah. he's on this on this episode. So maybe he's actually the the real winner every week. Every week. Is the apocalypse nigh? 11 signs. The end is coming soon. This is from uh, the Babylon Bee. This is from, I think, April of this year. So uh, so here we go. You ready? Uh, a TikTok rapper made some Satan shoes. Number one sign. Yeah. Okay. Nope, that actually happened. happened. Okay. Mm-hmm. Avocado toast. Yes. Yeah. It's a sign of the apocalypse. Yeah, for sure. I mean, by the way, it's, it's, it's legit good. Well, I mean, it's avocados and toast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But also really stupid. Where did this come from? Who who made this? I don't know. But if you put some smoked salmon on top with some capers. Mm-hmm. Hello. Okay. Um, Joshua Harris is an atheist and Kanye West is a Christian. Y'all listen. Yeah. Listen. Apocalypse. Is this the Babylon Bee? This is the Babylon Bee. Chick-fil-A has abandoned us. <laughs> They were a bulwark of American Christianity, washed away in a sea of wokeness and wishy-washy corporate lameness. The end is near. Chick-fil-A. Okay. <laughs> they made an Aquaman movie, and it was pretty good. Jason by the way, Momoa. <laughs> by the way, no, it was not, but also Jason Momoa. If I was going to rank hot dudes, mm-hmm. Jason Momoa would be it. all three of the top three. Um, did yeah, you know that that dude would be in the top three for me? Say what? He wouldn't even be in the top three. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, did you know that he one time said, I have to wear pink to tone down my manliness? Right. <laughs> dude, how, how baller is that? That's why I wear pink as well. Uh, number seven. Is it? <laughs> the, the Pope might not be Catholic. <laughs> By the way. Um, okay. Number eight. <laughs> Donald Trump was our president and didn't even rank in the bottom half of presidents. <laughs> I'm not sure about that one. <laughs> yeah, he's probably in the bottom half. There's been That's some pretty. At least in the bottom half. I'm not saying he was the best and I'm not saying he was the worst, but on a spectrum, he's definitely on a spectrum. <laughs> okay, number nine. <laughs> they're, they're stamping vaccine passports on our hands and foreheads. No. <laughs> It's listen, the truth, y'all. Listen, the Left Behind book series did try to warn us about this, but not enough people got the word since they never finished making the movie. So we're all made two of them, yeah, or no. maybe three. Well, they didn't get to number eight, the Mark of the Beast. That's come on. Um, by the way, does it really take all the way to number eight to talk about the Mark? Uh, I think they talk about it before then, okay. but I don't remember. Is it's, it a cool little triangle symbol over yeah, your left right eyebrow? Over your ra- okay. Left eyebrow. Um, there's uh, we already did that one. Number ten, the dolphins have all abandoned Earth. Safely back on their home planet of, they all witness the final destruction of Earth. The end is near. Yeah, that's probably true. That's probably true. And then all of the Sesame Street characters have murdered each other in a bloody race war. Okay, guys, that one hasn't happened yet, but stand by. Stand by. (laughs) Stand by. It's coming. Oh, no, not the beast. Oh, that was fun. Not the beast. So stupid. Gosh, this website is so stupid. Okay. Um, What's your not for me this week? Well, my not for me is I found out about something today. Okay. A new game called Church Tycoon. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. 
Is this like one of those passive games where you like build something and it generates income? Yes. For churches? Yes. What kind of coffee do they drink? Probably decaf because they are definitely a heretic. <laughs> definitely heretics. Or or it's a frappuccino. It's a it's a unicorn frappuccino. It's is a what unicorn. It is. There's Got no it. coffee in no it coffee at all. In it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, it's described as a casual church management simulator, but it's a very real app. I have not downloaded it. I just read about it today and Honestly, it kind of made me laugh a little bit. Okay, by the time this episode comes out, I will have a mega church. Look, I'm going to point out. Like it's a picture. They're cute. And she's got the Holy Ghost. Look, and he's He's in the pulpit. He's in with a cowboy hat like he's <laughs> All right, I need I need to offer and who give me one offer? Who would one 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 two 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 hundred two hundred two hundred three hundred who give me four? Yeah, he's like looks like an auctioneer. I like listen, it. Listen to this. It says users don't just rely on finances and fancy buildings to grow their empire though. Players can utilize the pastors who all have heavenly powers and can make miracles to increase the church. It is so Oh, I shouldn't. I shouldn't you like should support not, this. You should not support. Okay, it. I will not be a mega church faster by the end of the week. Anyway, that's wow. not for me. Okay, it made me laugh when I read the article. But it's for real. It's a real thing. It, that that's what it says. I didn't. I didn't look it up to see if I could find it. But oh man, okay. You need to see if you can find it. Yeah, maybe I will. Yeah, okay. but you're not for me. Okay, my not for me was a theology that I heard this week, and it was the first time that I heard a new theology. And I wanted to bring it up during coffee, but it was already already my not for me. So a gentleman that I had dinner with over this past week told me about a church that he used to be a pastor of where people would come up and say, what month were you born in? Oh, so you were born in the month of September. So that would make you part of the tribe of Benjamin and was assigning people tribes based on their zodiac signs. And that is a theology that I had not heard before, but I'm really looking forward to doing some more research into because it is Hebraic tribes with the sign of the zodiac. And this this is not for me, but also 100% up my alley of things that I'm going to really enjoy looking into. What? Yeah. Isn't that exciting? So mm-hmm. I can't wait to hear more. I know. I know. <laughs> when he would assign them to a tribe, would that like dictate where they served in the church? I wonder. Oh, I don't know. I'm going to find out more about this, but like it, it was fantastic. Oh my I, word. I immediately went, this is content. This is, this is content. <laughs> and he was like, what? And Julie goes, it's first podcast. It's fine. It's fine. Don't worry make, about it. You're going to make a cameo on his podcast. Don't worry about it. Nobody listens. It doesn't matter. That's a show. Yes. But listen, our thoughts and opinions are not the final word, dear listener. You may have loved both of these movies equally. You may have hated both of these movies equally. You may just be grateful that now you don't have to watch either one. And you're welcome. You're welcome. But either way, we want to hear about it. How 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 would somebody tell us what their thoughts and opinions were? Well, they could find us on social media. We are at Dropping Sunday on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can DM us. You can respond. You can comment or like or share. 
any of those things. Lots of options. All, all those things. And, and even to, every time you leave a comment, we actually do give money to a charity or ministry or to a mission field or something mm, along those something lines. Along and, those lines. and uh, it, you know, it's pretty easy because you guys don't do it very often. Please spend some of our money. <laughs> uh, we like uh, we, we like to try to bless people. So Absolutely. give us a reason. Remember that the greatest compliment you could give us is to tell a friend about this podcast, about this episode or last week's episode, oh. which was fun, or... I don't know, any of them. Yeah. And then subscribe. Because we'll be back next week. Absolutely. And until then, this is Seth. This is Andrea. And this is Dropping Sunday. Dropping Sunday.